Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, y'all. Wells is here. Yeah. What up, Wells? I'm, I'm, I'm figuring it out. You're figuring it out, huh? Yep. Figure okay. it out. Cool. Uh, so the Superb Owl is this week. It's upon us. Who, who you got? And and probably Man, one of the like, worst games that we've had. And no, so I, it's I, between I the chefs versus the Filies, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the team with the obnoxious <laughs> fans, e- e- or the teams versus Sorry. the uh, with the obnoxious fans. Yeah. I mean, either way, the, the self righteous fans, or that, the self righteous fans. Oh wait, no. Sorry. Oh wait, yeah. The fans that can't behave themselves actually, and then the Chiefs fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say they're decent people. They're self righteous assholes all of a sudden, but whatever. Well, you know, it's like University of Kentucky if you're a college basketball fan. You know, if, you, if you've ever lived around Kentucky, and I have, uh, people who are UK fans feel that it is their birthright to be in the championship game every year. And it's okay if they lose, like, you know, two out of five, but they need to be in the championship. Like, they deserve to be because they're UK. And I'm like... Uh, you mean, like, Duke and UNC fans? Also, that yeah, you're not not wrong. Okay, you're not wrong. I was about to say. I mean, they're just as bad. Meanwhile, me as a Jayhawks fan, I'm like, yeah, we'll just go win championships. Fuck y'all. Yeah, we'll just cheat our way in. No big deal. Hey, Um, yeah. What are you you trying to say, Jeff? I like all the cheaters. I will say that I've watched most of the playoff football, and so you know, as somebody who doesn't watch a lot of TV like I used to, yeah, you really don't watch um, football. I, I don't watch a lot of just TV in general, and, yeah. and so like I, I'm being, you know, suddenly it's like all of these commercials, and I'm like, these are all really bad. Oh, and, oh. I, and like the commercials for the Super Bowl are going to be horrendous. My my favorite one. I don't know if you either of you watched the either NFC or AFC Championship. I neither. literally just said that I did. Yeah, I know you did. Did you see the Coors versus Miller? Fan duel or DraftKings thing, and I'm like, so, why is mom and dad fighting? No, no, <laughs> like Tell, this is the same company. And, and like for me, like I, I like I get it. You know, uh, Fanatics is looking to roll out a gambling arm. Um, what? Yeah, Jesus. Fanatics, who somehow has gotten so big, they bought like you know Topps baseball cards. What? They bought Topps. Well, they, I they, mean, I guess baseball cards they, are they, baseball they cards. Have a, they have, yeah, there's they, spikes. They have, spikes happen. They what? have a corner on the market for that to begin with, but they're one to start. I the normalize all the spikes. Well, so you've got okay. you've got DraftKings. You've got these other you know gambling. I, like I'm just like how how is that okay? But then at the same time, I'm like, well, we I put up with like beer commercials have been so normalized to me. Yeah, at this yeah. Point. Like I, I guess that shouldn't be a problem, but. Unless you're watching Thursday, night I just football. don't feel like you can, you know, you can blow through twenty three thousand dollars of beer in a weekend. No, you can't. Well, I'm, I mean, I guess if if somebody delivered like a case of Utopias, sure, imagine, challenge accepted. Imagine if, and, and I'm being pedant, not pedantic, not the right word. But I'm being, I'm picking on a thing for no reason. But yeah, go figure. This show. Imagine if you bought a beer. Maybe you bought a, a, a six pack of a macro beer and they said, cool, I'm glad you liked that. Um, we're going to go ahead and send you like 40 more of those just because people would say, well, that's irresponsible. But that's what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, you bet $5. Here's $200 more. Oh, I see what you're up to. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
Although, meanwhile, my degenerate ass can't wait till I can legally gamble in this state. Oh, look, I, you know, I, and again, I, I'm not here to... It'll make football more fun and watchable for me. Well, and, and you know, maybe that's just it. Like, I'm not trying to kink shame or anything, right? But like, right. you know, I we've talked off mic. This was my last year playing fantasy football. You yeah. know, and I had a league that I, I was in for 20 years. And I'm just like, you know, I was 25. I, I, I'm okay being done. Like, I just... I don't enjoy it like I used to, and, and right. maybe it's time to segue into something else. I so. get you. Anyway. Speaking of segueing into something else, what the fuck is Canada doing? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> oh. Figure it out. What, what's it about, eh, buddy? So, uh, apparently the country of Canada has issued some new uh, guidelines about how much alcohol is acceptable, healthy, whatever, for uh, their populace to drink. And... Um, it's nothing. Yeah, people aren't happy about it, eh? I guess. All right, we can just knock that right off. No, we can't. It's so, super cold up there. No drinking. Yeah. So the previous guidance uh, that oh, what's the actual the Canada Canadian Center on Substance Abuse and Addiction? It's their first update to these guidelines in eleven years. Uh, their previous guidance was like. You're good with like 15 drinks for men and 10 drinks a week for women. And now it's two. Woof. Yeah, big wolf. For about like two. Just how do you go from 15 and 10? So you mean two, to two kegs? Two drinks. Two kegs. Two, two, two alcoholic beverages. What's the, well, what's the line from Parks and Rec where he's like, where he's like, oh, two. Two whiskeys or something like that. I yeah, I, I know what you're talking you know what about. I'm talking about. I'll, I'll, I'll think about remember. them. With it, yeah. I know what you thought you heard me say, and that's right. like I would like some. No, no, it's not that one. Uh, still, well, it, it, and it's one of those things where you know, reading this article and it makes Two a valid minutes. point. Like they talk about somebody's like 97 year old grandparents yeah. that are. Still drinking more than two glasses of wine a day. And yeah, they've pickled themselves. Isn't that great? Somebody did a study, and they said we have we have made and connected some dots that yep. are kind of somewhat supported by the math and the science and the data. But we're going to run with this, and we're going to make this big change because we want to. This is important to us, and people drink too much because my relative was killed by a drunk driver. Which don't get me wrong, that sucks. Yeah, but like you know, if you're gonna come and like try and push policy for an entire country and say like, uh, we're going back to basically like prohibition light. Yeah. Good luck. Well, but you know, keep in mind it's guidelines, right? It's say, not because because also like who's policing this? Yeah, it, it, nobody's policing this. Like, yeah, this isn't this yeah. isn't an enforceable whatever. Y- yeah, this is just guidelines of saying, hey, you should only do this. Just like. You know, you look at the state of New York and how they put calories on everything, including fast food, years right. ago. And, and, you know, that kind of slowly started to spread over the country. But sure. at the end of the day, now you know the terribleness you're eating, but nothing's stopping you from right, ordering Right, that's right, it. that's right. Yeah, it was, I'm sitting in the drive-thru at the Wendy's, and oh, that, you know, double stack is 282 calories. Right. Whatever. Exactly. Was that the price? No? Okay, all right, continue. <laughs> right, Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, this is uh, now Wells is starting to understand why I did what I did. Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry, I, yeah, I yeah, zoned out for a second. No, 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 you're good. You're disappointed. What y'all's problem is, but it's fine. Um, so it's one of those things where it's guidelines at best, and yeah, yeah, people may overindulge a little bit. And you know, in the article, it even points out 
they think that there should be cancer warnings on alcohol, which really fucking bothers me because, in theory, there should be cancer warnings on everything. There will come a day where somebody will put out the report and they're like, ooh, yeah, so here's the thing. Everything gives you cancer. Living, breathing causes cancer. Sleeping. Especially, like, certain, like, red warning days or whatever like for certain people with respiratory illnesses like do not go outside today like holy shit really like yeah there there's there's nanny state and then there's this and this bugs me but again at least it's guidelines it's not control they're not saying yes they're not saying no or anything like like that nobody's telling canadians what to do at the same time i am wondering like how many marijuanas a day are acceptable right well they're gonna be okay with that because that's legal now so, yeah. so it's going to be a while before. But alcohol's like, bad, so I guess like. So now, now big, I wouldn't at all be surprised. Come to find out that the people who put out this study and this guidance have some either vested or familial vested interest right. in the cannabis. You mean the Canadian can- Center on Substance Use and Addiction? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, Never you know. know. I mean, how many people you know are addicted to weed? Nobody. Nobody. I know people get the shakes. They don't get booze in them. So yep. Oof. But on the on the flip side, I know a lot of people that drink a lot and are fine. Yeah, you know, like so. It, you know, it's like everything else. You can say like, you know, you go to your doctor, and it's always such an annoying thing because the doctor always finds something to say. Well, you should be doing more of this and doing less of that. Like, no, I get it. Yeah, but that's also unreasonable. Yeah. I, I refuse to cut bacon from my diet. Yeah. Now, I don't eat bacon every day, but I'm not going to avoid it forever because that sounds like a miserable life. Right. Exactly. But Jeff, you'll be you could live to 90 years old if you cut bacon out. And, and you I'm can like, live to 95 if you keep you can, eating okay. it. But I'm like I would have killed myself a long time before 90. The sad part is you're you're going to say like you could live to 90 if you cut out bacon. And then what you what you have no way of knowing is that you probably would have lived to 89 and a half with bacon. Yep. So like, oh no, I died six months early. You know, right. like, I, like I get it, you know, processed and, you know, nitrates and all that, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But also, I guess it's, this is Canada, this is Merca, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they will pry my... America's hat. They will pry my Labatt Blue for my cold dead hands. No, it really that, should that be sound ma- same. maple syrup. Actually, either I'm, I'm sure maple syrup's a carcinogen too. Now, oh, I'm, I'm 90 percent sure it well, is. I mean, gotta, I, I, again, as I said, like pollution I, in the air, yeah, causes acid rain, yep. which gets into the maple trees. Yep, and I'm sure somehow there's microplastics in the maple syrup. Oh, now. It has oh, to be. God, <laughs> you know, and like anybody can find. Like, if you want to find something wrong with stuff, cause and correlation, hard. real easy to make, oh, real yeah. quick, easy to make. Yeah. Uh, so no good segue to this, but um, kind of interesting. I mean, we're still is talking about carcinogens, right? I don't know if it is or not. Uh, Old Mac is opening up a yet another facility. Uh, this one is supposed to be in a new Ballantine district that is going to be kind of like a walkable part of Ballantine where they're going to have sh- shops and restaurants, and they're going to be one of the anchors. There'll be a brewery, but... As we have kind of off, uh, or yeah, tap room off mic. We have discussed this feels like about the seventh one that they have announced. Well, so but they, they none announced have opened. they announced the big Cornelius expansion uh-huh. six years ago. 
Yeah, I was still writing then. Seems about right. Maybe, yeah. maybe seven. Okay, so we'll call it seven. That's okay. fine. Um, has that opened? No. Has it broken ground? No. Awesome. I feel like this is not the first time that we've heard that Old Mac is going to be in Ballantyne because I remember the last time we talked about Old Mac moving to Ballantyne and I got texts from a bunch of my, my beer friends saying, oh man, it's going to be so great. And I'm like, oh. if it opens. Yeah. Because I want, did they not? I, I could have sworn they were going to open in the triangle, but I think that got pulled back maybe pre-COVID. Well, look at this. Uh, this article was originally published uh, March 6th. Oh, God, so how in the heck? Oh, next year. What? I did not. Did you just, did you, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're reading an old article. Who posted this shit? I posted this, but it just got reannounced, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, because look at the, the link. It's. Three, oh God. Wow. Numbers are hard, y'all. Welcome to show two. Right. But no, it just got reannounced. So I think this is kind of, uh, kind of the. Maybe they've broken ground on it now. Finally. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's like Jeff said, they talked about this, but I don't think they had concrete plans for it. And now they do. Cool. Again, though, we'll see if it opens because there was supposed to be a cold room that opened up in the triad area. The new development challenges that. As far as being a suburban area, the new development will have a 24-hour walkable mixed-use neighborhood because, you know, like that is kind of the trendy thing right now. It's it's the, yeah. you know, like apartments that are on the second and third floor and then yep. all the shoppings underneath and it kind of yep. feels like you're on vacation, but like this is all part of your lifestyle and I'm like, yeah, like if you're in that kind of world and you've got kids, man, my heart goes out to you. I, I don't know when it was the last time you went to our work area. And how different it all looks yes. now. Uh, yeah, just a week it, ago. And it's so bizarre. It's all that mixed use shit of here's a bunch of apartments and then, you know, anchored. That whole like cowfish yeah. area. Like, yeah, like all of that. And it's everywhere now. Because I'm like, you know, and again, it's I guess we keep growing and I guess there's people to fill out these apartments. But I feel bad if I'm a like a um, an owner of an apartment complex that's even like 20 years old at this point. Because I've got to be worried about, am I going to have enough people to fill it up because everybody's going to the new stuff? Yep. I guess that can't afford it because that shit ain't cheap. No. Is it not? So, you know, once again, uh, Old Mac opening. Uh, huzzah. Whatever. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if uh, it that's happens. That's all we need is another brewery. Uh, tap room in this, in this case. Uh, yeah, they uh, won't be making a beer there, I'm sure. Wells, what's, what's going on in this small, quaint Colorado town? Oh, this small, quaint... Uh, you mean the Switzerland of America? Are they neutral about something? So I'm uh, admittedly having a hard... Th- this is the difference between reading things and pronouncing it out loud, but the mountain town of... I'm just going to spell it. Ure. Ure, O-U-R-A-Y, right? They have a brewery there. Um, it's it's a ski town. It's this, that, the other. Well, there's a brewery that was having a hard time, you know, like, file, um, staffing. Like filling up open spaces, so they decided to uh, subsidize housing uh, for brewery employees. But the the hope was that brewery employees would, you know, kind of take them up on their subsidized housing offer, make some money, and maybe be able to afford housing in uh, in that area. But that has not materialized at all. So instead, they're still offering subsidized housing, but they're losing money every single month because they can't even five grand a month, five grand a month. And I'm just sitting here like, 
I know we talked about this with a different brewery in a different state that had just like bought a motel and were renting yes. that to their employees. And I'm like, I mean, that's that seems like that's that makes a little bit more sense. But at the same time, if you're subsidized, if you're paying for subsidized housing and losing five thousand dollars a month to empty places that nobody lives in because right. they just cannot afford. Um, I'm just sitting here like, so I got couldn't a, you have just paid your employees more? Right. I, exactly. Or for that matter, maybe not about as big a place and, or maybe I can't help but wonder, did you go into this venture thinking you were going to make money on the backside? Yep. We're going to well, start out the, this way and then eh, we'll make some money on it. Or it'll be a big enough tax write off. That'll keep us solvent. That's, and, that's what I was going to say is this has probably got to be a fairly good sized tax write off. For them to actually willing willingly doing so, right? But I mean, I could be wrong. I just I know the nature of people in general, and if I can't make money off of A, I'm going to make money off of B. How can I make money off of A or B? I've got to have an out. This is my out. Yeah, and and unfortunately, I mean, not that the race for more money is a new phenomena. But I feel like, especially the last couple of years, with how insane like private equity firms yes. and everybody else has gotten, like it's no longer about let's do a nice thing. It's always there's always this undercurrent of am I going to make big bank off of this? Yeah. I can't even just make bank. I've got to make big bank. A- am I going to make my nut? Because if I'm not making big bank, I need to jettison this right now. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of jettisoning this right now, what is North Carolina-based Bojangles doing? I mean, they may be North Carolina-based. Well, okay. So, yeah, North Carolina-based Bojangles is teaming up with uh, Anheuser-Busch-owned Appalachian Mountain Brewing. But we're not North Carolina-based. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to make sure that's North oh, Carolina. Oh, yeah. This is not in this article at all, any single mention of AB and... So Bojangles is teaming with AB InBev's own Appalachian Mountain Brewing to offer a hard sweet tea. This has has absolutely all the keywords that drives like the Charlotte or North Carolina subreddits up a wall in both positives and negatives. Yeah, I was going to say both sides of the walls because... There are there are the diehard Bojangle fans, and there yeah. are the diehard Bojangles as the worst people. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's also like, oh, I love just crap like sweet tea, and like can't wait to get drunk. Like this is gonna bring up my pregame, the whole new thing. Because as and then, we always say, you can't just add vodka to, to your your gallon of sweet tea. I know. Like I could bring in a cup of sweet tea mixed with some vodka and just be like, oh, look, officer, it's just sweet tea. And now that shit says hard sweet tea on the can. Eh, good luck getting away with that. Well, and and not only that, but um, I'm not a sweet tea guy to begin with. Like, I, Not growing up in the South yeah. th- is not my thing right. at all. Oh, man, I want my sweet tea with a spoon sent straight up in it. Nope. Give me just straight ass normal tea. I know like, you like ass tea. I do. I love ass tea. Like Earl Grey. Steeped it like you mean it. Tea but bag? this this does hit, especially in this state. Oh, yeah. This is going to sell like fucking gangbusters. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is there a- are those diehard Bojangles people. For that sure. 
you know, bow or die, basically. Yeah, and, and they, they will pregame with this. This will sell until people get bored with it. Yep. Like every other cash grab, you know, collaboration. Y'all Rock band the- has their, you know, their whatever musical artist has their collaboration with, you know, like there's always somebody. I was say, y'all remember the uh, Krispy Kreme soda? No. Yep. That doesn't exist anymore? I've never even heard of it. Yep. And how many times has Krispy Kreme collaborated on a beer? A lot. Yeah. And they are a flash in the pan. Yeah. You know? I, I wonder if this will be or if this will have staying power. I'm very curious to see if it does or not. I sus- so so I suspect that <coughs> there there aren't a ton of hard teas out there. Well, there's twisted, twisted tea. Twi- <clears throat> yes. Okay. Thank you. And it's the same color, which is kind of unfortunate. It's yellow and red versus yellow and blue for twisted tea. But right. I mean, other than that, I mean, like, okay, so you've got some truly flavors and you know, like whatever else. But I mean, I could see this is a very niche market. I, but I could see them hanging on to this regionally, yeah. especially if it's cheap to make and it sells. Yeah. So and it didn't have to sell well. No. But the, the novelty factor will be through the roof. Oh, one hundred percent for a good year, and then we'll see what happens after that. Remind me in three football seasons. About this, okay, and to see if it's even around, and my money's on no. No, I don't. I don't see it making three years. No, like like a lot of oh, in the college scene. Yeah, I think it, it, really it though, still like, exists. Uh, NFL. I I have been to well, I shouldn't say I've been to a normal NFL. I've been to you know preseason NFL games, but there is a total vibe difference between college football pregame and NFL pregame. Oh stuff. yeah. Yeah. And this will still exist at the college level in three years. I have zero doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I could be wrong, but I, I totally see this still existing. You might be right. I may be crazy. But it may just be a little Speaking thing. of flashes in pans. Uh, yeah, and crazy. Uh, y'all like chili cheese dogs? Um, like, So I, that's one of those weird... Um, I, I, I can't say I've had... A good one in a long time. Okay. Um, I, I, I can tell you about some good ones around town. Okay. Um, I, if you're interested. I think JJ's was the last time I had a good chili cheese dog, and that was probably eight years ago. Okay. We tried making chili cheese dogs at home one time. It Not quite the well. same. It's not yeah. quite the same. No, no, no. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a hot dog. I had a corn dog today. Corn dogs are so good. Especially when you have an air fryer. Yeah, I was about to say, when when we ran into each other at Costco, what do you think I had? Because I hadn't had anything to eat all day. Oh, oh, so you got one at the... the, Because I was like, we literally were walking around there, and we we found somebody. We were like, "Um, excuse me, sir, we're here for corn dogs? And he's like, oh, yeah, right over... Oh, we're all sold out. So if I had found out that you had bought in the last box of corn dogs, I'd have been... Walking out here with some corn dogs. Yeah, no, I'm not a corn dog guy. Ugh. Not my not my bag. I, I love me some corn dogs. Mm-mm-mm. Speaking of though, I do Speaking love a chili dog. dog. Okay, I really do. Like it is one of my favorite hot dogs. Yes, yeah. uh, and especially a good hole. Do you in the use wall. your own chili, or do you use like like that canned fake chili stuff? Most of the time, I would make my own chili. Occasionally, I, like- I get the Texas Pete chili. Okay. okay. Because I feel like for me, that's always been the big hangup is that my chili is doesn't really lend itself well to, to a, a hot dog. To, to a hot dog, right. like yeah, a chili yeah. cheese dog. So. Yeah. Have you ever thought, you know what? That sounds really good in a beer. Um, No. Well, never have I ever. Too bad because it exists now. 
I mean, we had the mustard beer, right? Yeah, and the pizza beer. Right. But the pizza beer stupidly it was weirdly worked. good. It was stupidly weirdly weird. good. So for but, those fans of sucking on a chili dog, oh, God. Hormel officially see a doctor get that clean partnered up. with a brewery. Who, who did they partner with? Was it like Evil Twin? Modus. Yeah. Who, who the hell is Modus? I don't know. I'd never heard of them until this beer got announced. Where are they, where are they from? This may just be a regionality issue. Um, blah, blah, blah. I mean, right, maybe, so there's, a whole, there's a whole story about this that I'm not really care. Four packs are available for $24 yeah, and, plus $12 shipping and handling. And, and Jeff, so, what kind of beer is this? So for $9 a can, oh. you can have this delivered to you. Um, is this like an Imperial Stout? or Does, does it actually say? It does. Oh, it's, a, oh, it's a lager. Yeah. yeah. A $9 lager. So it's a $9 lager. That is flavored with Hormel chili cheese flavoring. Okay, here's the thing. Fuck this. What you could do, buy you a can of Hormel chili uh-huh. and, and a hot dog uh-huh. and probably like a, a $6 pack of Bud Heavy. Okay. You're still cheaper than one can of yeah. this beer. Yeah. And you're going to have pretty much the same experience yeah so uh untapped has this sucker in it's a lager brewed with pilsner barley malt and flaked corn Uh then conditioned on hormel's proprietary chili spice blend and cheddar cheese so first off who asked for a beer aged on cheese because no, I need to, buddy. I, I need to inflict some bodily harm. On yeah, you didn't even want a, a, a beer aged on truffles. I didn't no. want a beer aged. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, and, and I, I don't, I don't need a a chili chili powder beer. Yeah. Um, and especially like not even like a, it's, it, it's not a spicy chili. It's chili with an eye. I don't want any of this. I don't know why this exists. I was so confused when I saw this. Their scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. Like, I want to know... I want to know how this came about. I do, too. Like, who is this Modus Tell me why! Was this Modus (laughs) saying, like, we really want to make a chili, cheese-flavored beer, and we're going to approach Hormel and see if they will... Uh, do a collab with us or is this like top down Hormel saying hey we need to like call every single brewery and see who wants to make a chili cheese like who had this idea first right was, like what what came first here the the brewery or the chili chili yeah I don't know uh, the fact that they're marketing this so much with drink this as you're watching the big game it's dip o'clock y'all yeah so, no. Just no? Just no. Like, I don't even, not even as a curiosity. Like, I've, I've tried so many things. It's like, oh, this is probably going to be trash. Like a pickle beer. I mean, sure. Some, some of them are kind of fun. Yeah. Most of them aren't. Um, a peanut butter IPA. Uh, that was awful. <laughs> yep. But the pizza beer. Like that we one, that we one, have that one tried, transcends my understanding. I mean, it really does. We have tried some just weird gimmicky beers, and I will be the first person to say if you listen to this show 
and you have access to this, and you want to send us one, we'll like, drink it. It's a it it it'll like you will go down in 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 both fame and flame because that's a troll beer if I've ever seen a troll beer. A hundred percent, and it's nothing I have any desire now, to ever want to drink that or being buy. Said using that beer to make a cheese dip, like okay, I'm back in. Right. Not at nine dollars a can. Now, yeah. I mean, granted, like we're that's the inflated cost when you add in twelve dollars of shipping. When the shipping is half the cost of the beer, but even if you picked it up locally, that's still a six dollar can of beer oh. to make cheese dip with. Yeah, I don't know. No. So you you got your math wrong, my dude. Uh, these four packs are available for twenty dollars, which is twelve dollars plus shipping and handling. So twenty four dollars oh. all in, so it's oh. six dollars oh. a can. Okay, okay. and I okay. still don't want it. No. So so even, so if you're there buying it, twelve dollars for a four pack is a three dollar can. St- like again, I would like I would I would buy one can for three dollars. Yeah. I would taste it, immediately spit it in the sink. Yep. And then make cheese dip. Yep. Yeah, because what else is this good for? Absolutely nothing. <sighs> yeah. On that note. Are we ready for break? Oh, yeah. This this has been one of the most disappointing shows that we've had in a long time. Thank you. No problem. We'll be back in 30. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty Good. Simple. We've been drinking beer on the show. Uh, it's a pretty simple system. It's a one or it's a zero. We buy it or we don't buy it. I did something intentionally that I want to talk about. Okay. Because a couple of episodes ago, we talked about monkeying with the classics. Mm-hmm. We talked about Fat Tire getting rid of, or not Fat Tire. Yeah. We talked about New Belgium getting rid of Fat Tire. Well, Rogue we're changing, rework, reworking Fat Tire. Reworking. Um, road changing dead guy and so walking through the grocery store i saw a mix pack of bells that had a bunch of two-hearted variants two-hearted variants hearted variants now we've had some we've had a two-hearted variant on the show before not just two-hearted but also the double Uh two-hearted which was fucking great Uh uh-huh like when you think of two-hearted you think of like in my opinion, one of the just world class all time IPAs. classic IPAs, right? Like I think of an all centennial amber bodied, clear, like see through, like God bless that beer. Yeah. So when I saw that, along with these other three variants, I thought, why not? Why not? So Jeff, what is the first beer up? So in the this first variant? one up is uh, called Change of Heart. This is an experimental IPA. Uh, Untapped calls this a cold IPA. Um, I don't know how much I would rank this as a cold IPA as opposed to with just a very thin IPA. Um, I don't hate the hops in this. I wouldn't buy I wouldn't buy the mix pack for this beer. I wouldn't buy this beer on its own, but I don't hate it. Um, but I'm not buying it. To me, you know, change of heart is more like instead of uh, instead of being too hearted, this is more like half hearted. Wells, which they've already done. They've I've, done a low cal version of 
Yeah. Too hard. And we've had it on the show too. And I don't particularly remember loving that beer, but I would take that beer 10 times out of 10 over this. Now, I've never had anybody pee directly in my mouth before. I can only only imagine this is what it's like. This is repulsive. He's never had anybody Um, in his mouth. On mic. Oh, my God. I, I just... It's not that bad. Yes. No, it's not. It is. I good lord. This this thing smells like somebody hasn't changed the litter box in a week. <laughs> um it's thin. It is ghastly clear. Um It's I, like six weeks old. Like this isn't an old beer either. Oh I know. I, I'm just I, I'm just for the I sake know. of argument, I, all I these can, are I absolutely No, they're they're all same. Around same date, six weeks. Yeah, they're all like 12, 19, or 12, 20, yeah, yeah. 12, 22. This, no, is one of, this is one of the worst beers that we've had on the show in the last six months. Oh, now. No, no. Now, go, now. Go, go back and look. A little hyperbole there. No, no absolutely not. This is... this is you, you, so, so you're going to buy this, right? Oh, he so oh, conveniently oh, forgot yeah. that I'm truffle gonna, atrocity that we just had. Oh, well, yeah. no. I, I he, will he got a chug Woody that, for that truffle one. beer. I, I don't... Ugh, I don't need... This, mm, I'm offended. No buy. Josh. I'm not as offended as Wells, but no, this is not a good beer. Um, yeah, that weird little light version of Two Hearted, I'd much rather have than this. So. Yeah. No buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, Hazy Hearted IPA, which is listed as an IPA dash New England slash hazy. Um, so look at if you're going to start calling your hazy beer a New England IPA, I should not be able to see through it. This thing looks like it's not a West Coast IPA, but it's an American IPA. Plain and simple. It is not, it is barely hazy. It is cloudy at best. This, if if the last one was half-hearted, this is fad-hearted. They are chasing the fad with this. And uh, this one's a swing and a miss. It's, but here's the thing. As a hazy beer goes, I bet people love it. I bet they absolutely love it. It's sweet and it's got a little juiciness to it and it's not bitter at all. It is boring as hell and I hate it. Well, I remember when Sierra Nevada first came out and sure, you know, with their hazy little thing. And I'm thinking how in the world can you successfully make a widely distributed, uh, hazy beer in general. And, Come to find out, like they could, and it was actually good. And I think Bells are like, okay, cool. We'll show up five years late to the party, and we're going to come out with our own hazy little thing knockoff, except they forgot about the making it good part. I don't hate this as much <laughs> as the change of heart, and I fucking hate this beer. Like, absolute nobody. As a hazy, this is an absolute fail. I it, this makes me want to stop at a gas station and pick up Sierra Nevada on the way home. Josh, what do you think? So again, uh, yeah, I do not like this, and this this was the one that as I was drinking it, I thought, holy shit, Bell's has jumped the shark. After Larry left, they decided yep. to start fucking around with shit, and they just. Sullied well, well and after they got bought too. Well, right? yeah. like let's not forget Kieran right. bought them. Yeah. yeah, and 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 they they sullied the name of a beer that but to me was near and dear. 
But it doesn't matter. Yes, it does to me. I, I, I know it does to you. Okay. What I'm saying is for the continental United States, it doesn't matter because Kieran came in and said, you know what we see sells really well based on IRI numbers, uh, call back from earlier, uh, based on sales numbers is the mixed Voodoo Ranger pack. Yeah. And the mixed Sierra Nevada pack. Yeah. And you know what we need to do? Like, we have this this brand that's really strong. Let's go ahead and make some other beers. And even though they're not really probably in the same vein or made the same way. Not even tangentially connected to it. We're just going to go ahead and throw our name on it like the electric Mustang. It's a Mach-E. Y'all, it's not a Mustang. It's an SUV. Like, you know, wh- why everything needs, you know, like I get it. You've got a brand that sells. You want to keep running off of that. You know, like it, it is what it is. And so the case in point, the next beer up is this beer called Big Hearted. Yeah. So which I really feel like should be broken hearted because like I just I'm so yeah. disappointed. To Wells point, we've had double two hearted. We know what is potential. We liked double two hearted. We like two hearted. I and, love two hearted. And this one, like I just and, and so I'm sure like regular two hearted came in the mix box as well. Yes. I just I don't see a reason to buy the mix box. I just give me give me just a box of two hearted and I'm happy. Yeah. Hopefully the regular two hearted was at least good. Oh, of course. Okay, good. Of course. And and I do want to stress these are six weeks old. This is not like it's shelf turds. Or well, I got nervous. Did, did you buy it off the shelf? Because when it's when it's a bunch of when it's a bunch of different styles, like we see with Sierra Nevada, yeah, you never know because sometimes that one that you're most excited about is actually six months old. Exactly. And so, as I open this up, like you know, the first thing I'm always doing is I'm date checking each can, and I see right. December, 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 December. I'm like, I feel good about that. I'm great. This is awesome. Like. Yep. We're still January. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, good. Yeah. I get six weeks. F- fresh too hearted. Yep. And then I get all this other cool stuff. Yep. And then this turd lands too. And I know, Wells, you haven't even said anything. I know where we're all going on this. And it was so frustrating for me because to Jeff's point, I could have just bought a 12 pack of too hearted and called it a day and been happy. You could have bought a 12 pack too hearted. Be halfway up the sidewalk, the box breaks open, and you lose four cans, and you're still better off. Yeah. This is, like, this offends me as a beer fan. Yes, it does. I was completely upset. Because, like, again, like, the, the experimental slash cold, like, whatever. But I'm not, like, I'm not going out of my way for that. Right. And the rest of these, they're just, they're, they're just disappointments. They are. They absolutely are. That hazy is not a fucking hazy, in my opinion, at all. It's a, in my mind, it's, it's a hazy a, light. It's a hazy IPA. It is not a New England. Yeah. And then the double two hearted, which I loved, absolutely loved. Yeah, same. And then you try to make this nonsense. And yep. it's just like, if we would have why taste- did you put double two hearted in there, you fucking monsters? If we would have tasted these blind and you said these were all out of a national breweries mix pack, I probably would have guessed New Belgium. I would have said this was like a voodoo pack. Yeah. Because yeah. to haven't, me this, not this lands exactly like the voodoo mix pack. Yeah. They're all okay. Yeah. When I'm sitting on the couch and that's what I've got in the fridge, whatever. Right. And at the same time, it doesn't have the, at least to me, 
you've got the cachet of, of Bell's name on the oh, box yeah. and the cachet of Two Hearted, which, oh, again, yeah. especially, and I don't know how the fuck it's happened, but we can get some really fresh Two Hearted here. Most of the time, it's like a month old at best. Or less, depending on where you go to. Right. And that's fantastic. And then, yeah, I don't know. I was so frustrated when I bought this. I wanted to scream. I wanted I'm to call gonna... Larry and say why. But He's like, Larry's not my gone. damn problem. Not my damn yeah. problem. Not my damn problem. He doesn't care. Final beer up to save us from this Bell's Purgatory that I unfortunately put us all in. So random of all randoms, Fremont Brewery out of Seattle decided to drop some beer in our market. Um, and also South Carolina, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Um, so it wasn't everything. Right. But um, a handful of different packs of their IPA, like their IPA and their double IPA. And I think uh, it was like a Pilsner or a Golden Lager or something like yep. that. And then some of their barrel-aged bombers. And so Wells was so gracious to bring the barrel-aged B-bomb of 2022. Um, I don't love winter ales. They just... Nine times out of ten don't work for me. I don't care for the spices. But, man, there's something about putting this stuff in a bourbon barrel that makes a big difference. Um, the 2022 release is aged in 8- to 12-year-old oak bourbon barrels. And this beer is a blend of 9, 12, and 24-month-old barrel-aged winter ale. I mean... Yeah. This is, this is a great beer. Absolutely fantastic. No notes. Big bye. Wells? Congratulations. You have a standard bearer for the barrel-aged winter ale category. Um, this is really good. This has a level of barrel forwardness that honestly I'm kind of used to with uh, Revolution. I mean, that this ain't shy. And yeah, 14%. Um, the spices do work. Yeah, I'm sure they've fallen off some from... Like this is not fresh beer, but oh man, this is this is really good, and it's not just because I've come off three consecutive disappointments. I enjoy this for what it is. Absolute buy, Josh. So the fact that this is a quote unquote winter ale is shocking to me because it doesn't taste like it. No, it just tastes like a bourbon barrel aged beer, and that's why I like it. Yeah, it doesn't taste like a winter ale. Yeah, which makes complete sense for you. Uh, for me, I do actually like winter ales. I, I wish there was a little bit more spice in this, but I also get two. It's a 2022, right? The spices are probably almost that was long last, gone. That was, that was literally like 12 months ago. I mean, 12? Uh, try like a couple. Well, but I mean, depending on when they barreled it and when they... When they sure, it, but yeah. when they released it, we're looking at two, three months old. Yeah. Which, you know, like I kind of looked at that the drop that they sent and I'm like, oh, yes, that's their new beer that they just released. That one's been out for a while, and those are barrel-aged bottles that eh, you know, maybe they've been sitting around. Who knows? But yeah, uh, absolutely, I would I'd buy this. It's time for I'd tap that. How's that work? Uh, out of the beers that we had on the show, <laughs> what are we putting on the kegerator? And kind I mean, of by default, B-Bomb wins. Yeah, there, there's no... Bell, Bell's but it's just so sure, but there was a special level in hell for a couple of those Bell's beers. It, it's just It was so disappointing, and... I mean, honestly, like, it got to the point where, you know, Jeff, you, you'd you mentioned, like, you're just sitting on the couch watching football. That's what happened to the other ones. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I literally saved the two-hearted normal 
until yeah. all the other there, shit there was are gone. those times where it's you know especially if you know you're going to go through a couple in a day and you're just going to go ahead and get some of them out of the way the ones that you don't like you know you're you're going to go ahead and and maybe you, it, it, what i find myself doing is i start with one that i really like and then after that first beer i kind of get the munchies and i'll break up some like cheese it's or something like that and uh are you okay over there? No. My- Do you need a new battery for your iPhone? No, my connector got fucked up after I replaced my battery. It's good times. I'm surprised they didn't just tell you to forklift your phone. Oh, they tried to get me to sell. I bet phone. they did. And I'm like, nope. I'll, I'll, okay, thank you. Can I can I finish now? I'm can I finish? sorry. Can I finish? 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 I'm trying to talk right now. I'm trying to finish. Can I Can I finish? Okay. Ugh, apparently not. He's gonna start playing it again. I'm not playing it on purpose. You see this plugged in. That means nothing to me. This At any rate, his his struggles are like the epitome of what I thought of this beer lineup. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You should buy this because it just works, and then it doesn't, <sighs> and you fail. I didn't fail. I didn't make this phone. That being said, um, you know it's. It's a real shame. It, it really was. It was a complete and utter letdown. And it wasn't like I paid that much for this mix right. pack, right? Like, it's the standard mix pack price. And look, if you are if you are interested... If you are curious, just stay away. Just well, buy Two-Hearted. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you really like Two-Hearted, buy Two-Hearted. If you really want to see what, yeah. like... Bell's version of a hazy IPA would be then. then don't okay, whatever. Eh, don't, but like don't, the don't buy it. the don't, experimental don't IPA is solely your name. Is the we're taking a gamble, and there's a twenty percent chance you're going to love it, and an eighty percent chance you're going to be meh. And the big hearted again it, to me. That's that's the big hearted to me. Is that the was the most one. offensive out of yeah. these, and it wasn't even offensive as in it was nasty. It was offensive as in I yeah. know what this beer is when it's got a different name. Yep. If you've had, you know, double two-hearted, it's such a great beer. It's an expensive beer, but it's such a great beer. But it's not what this was. No. And again, like, I understand, you know, like, for me, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll I'll start out with a beer that I like. And then by the time I get done with that first one, maybe I start getting the munchies, get some cheesy crackers or something like that. And then, like, one of those with that, like, it's fine because all I really taste is the crackers anyway. Right. It's fine. For liquid to drink yes. that has booze in it. Yeah. But don't drink this on its own expecting a good time. Exactly. And 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 yeah. <sighs> Anyways, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Are you playing the music now? I'm trying. Check I may out. just have to post put it in post. Check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. We've got a Facebook, we've got a Patreon, we've got all the different places you can go and support us. We appreciate all of our supporters. Yes. Even the athletic ones. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me at all the Wells on the Twitters and the Instagrams, uh, unless you are Bells, in which case, please don't. Josh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find Wells on Twitter if you are Bells and tell Wells. All the Bells? All the Bells. All the Bells, all the bells all the talking all the Wells. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh CBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody you've been listening to us. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft Throw stories up there. We will definitely talk about them and you'll get some updates. Other than that, uh, you can find Jeff at QCBF if you want to. I'll be there. 
say hey to him. Oh, I need to figure that out, don't I? And we will talk to you guys next Thursday.